The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This hour is sponsored by Take-Two Health and Health Foods Unlimited. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Thank you very much. It is showtime. This is Dr. Andrew Dyer joining you this morning live on Saturday, August 18th. Happy to be with you this morning. I have a lot to cover and would also like to welcome callers. If you'd like to give us a call, the phone number to reach us here at the studio is 937-457-1290. You can give us a call and we'll take your calls, answer your questions about health, wellness, chiropractic care, acupuncture, I can answer a few brief questions on thermography too, since we offer that in our clinic. But I am one of the doctors that has been around in Take-Two Healthcare for about 14 years now. Uh, It's actually about a month away and then I'll start my 14th year here at the practice. But if you haven't heard us before, welcome. Glad you're joining us today. Uh, We have a chiropractic nutrition, acupuncture, thermography clinic where we do all sorts of Uh, different natural healing uh, practices. And I'm just one of the doctors, Dr. Van Merkel, of course, founded the clinic many years ago, Dr. Natalie Yaley and Dr. Ashley Marchek, and then myself. And you can read more about us on our website at take2healthcare.com. But the whole purpose and joy that I have in doing this show is to educate you, the listener, or maybe the professional listener, maybe it's a chiropractor, medical doctor, nurse, somebody who's well-schooled, in the healing arts. Hopefully you can pick up some good tidbits today, some information, maybe some ways of looking at things that that you're not accustomed to. And, you know, there's not just one way to get it done. But in today's show, I'm going to cover a variety of things. I'm going to tell you about some case studies that I saw this week. Uh, I say case studies. They're, They're not yet up on our website as case studies, but I need to work on them. I just saw the patients again this week, so I've got some time. But I also want to share with you the progress I've been making reading the book about the end of Alzheimer's by Dr. Dale Bredesen. Some great little uh, hints and tips there. Uh, And also wanted to share with you about a recall on thyroid medication. A very, very common and popular thyroid medication has been recalled by one of the pharmaceutical makers uh, due to some really interesting issues they were having. So we're going to share all that with you. But to start off, I would like to tell you about a patient that I began working with back in late April, early May. So she actually did her first blood test with me right around second week of May this year. So May of 2018. And she reported to me, uh, having heard about me from one of her other doctors she saw, she, she doesn't live in the state of Ohio, but she lives pretty close. She's in Indiana. She's in her early 60s, and she has liver disease to the point where she was already getting ready to be put on a liver transplant list. Okay, she's 62. I'll give you a little background on her height, weight, and other vital signs. You can start to create a picture, but she's five foot nine. She weighed 200 pounds, had a blood pressure in our office of 114 over 76, Oxygen saturation rate was 95%. Her heart rate was 63. That was the first day I saw her. And her primary reason for coming was not only to help and see if there were things we could do to make her liver healthier, but she's a type 2 diabetic. She has high blood pressure. You can't tell it from the numbers because she takes a variety of medications to pound those numbers down. And she also suffers from depression. She said, these are in, in her... Uh, In her words, she'd been a diabetic patient for between 15 and 17 years, which means she had developed diabetes in her mid-40s. Her hemoglobin A1C was only 5.9 in February, meaning she's actually fairly close to that healthy range cutoff. If we could just get her back a few tenths of a point over these couple months that we worked together, she'd have a pretty good result. 7.2 was her peak value, and now... The cutoff to be clinically considered diabetic is 6.4. So any value of hemoglobin A1C, this is a glycosylated hemoglobin measurement in the blood. It's an average glucose indication over a 60 to 90 day time period. And if you're above 6.4, it means you're technically in that diabetic category. 
But there are so many things to do to get yourself out of that category if you choose to. So her peak value was 7.2 at one point in time in those 15 to 17 years. So her diabetic process was far from out of control, but it was still part of the overall picture. Blood pressure at home usually runs between 117 and 120 on the top and usually around 74 on the bottom. She had esophageal varices found on her EGD and the drug Natalol was prescribed at that time. White blood cell counts have been out of range, platelets are lowering and hemoglobin rising. She was scheduled for a DNC and did the pre-op testing. Now I'm gonna give you a little background on the medication she takes because that is an essential component to this clinical story. She takes six different meds, Actos, Janumet, Natalol, Bupropion, Lipitor, and Pantoprozole. Okay, those are the six. Now I'm going to give you a little more in-depth information about those, but Actos is used to treat type 2 diabetes. Bupropion, you'll better know it as Wellbutrin, is used as an antidepressant. Janumet is another name for metformin or glucophage. That's another one to help lower blood sugar. And then Lipitor, also known as atorvastatin. Now, I'll stop here for just a moment because this patient and I had an interesting discussion via our online portal. She was sending me an electronic e- or, yeah, email, electronic note, uh, asking what I thought she should do around the Lipitor she had been prescribed. And the reason she asked is because when she was in my office the first and second time, I told her, if you don't change what you're doing now, you, w- you might as well resign yourself to the fact that a liver transplant will be necessary. Because you've already been on this track for 15 to 17 years, and if you don't change, you're headed exactly where they were telling you you're headed. And the reason I stop on Lipitor, and you've heard me on this show before talk about statin drugs, is the very first listed side effect under Lipitor is liver dysfunction. Now, if you knew, if you were a medical doctor in charge of taking care of this patient, and you already knew she was on the liver transplant list, wouldn't it be within the rhyme and reason to think, maybe we ought to reevaluate this cholesterol treatment for the fact that we might want to try to save the liver? Because without a healthy liver, she's not going to handle her diabetic status very easily. She's not going to be able to clean and purify her blood very easily. And she's not going to live very long. In fact, without a liver at all, she probably wouldn't live a day or two. But with a good, healthy, functioning liver, she could go on indefinitely, provided all other systems don't fail. But the reason I talk about Lipitor now, and I'll go down and give you her numbers. When we first started working together, here's what her cholesterol panel and liver panel looked like. Liver panel first. The SGOT and SGPT are the two most commonly checked liver enzymes in the blood. She started off on the 11th day of May in my office with a value of 42 on the SGOT and 47 on the SGPT. Now, if you look at the clinical cutoffs there, the first value I gave you, the SGOT, is only two points outside the clinical range. But in fact, it's nearly 20 points above where our optimal range goes. Optimal range for us on SGOT goes from 10 to 26. So our goal was to take that 42 and get it down below 26. I'll tell you what we did in just a minute, but I've got to tell you more first. When we began, 5-11-2018, her SGPT, the second liver enzyme that we always check, was at 47. Clinical cutoff on that value is 32. So she's already 15 points beyond where she needs to be. You may ask yourself, what's driving that? Well, the liver's involved in over 500 daily functions, so we don't know for sure what's driving that. But when we scroll down a little bit farther in her blood work, we see also an elevated pancreatic enzyme. The GGT value, gamma glutamyl transferase, was at 95. Clinical cutoff is 60. So she was 35 points above where we'd like to see her. Well, 35 points above where the medical doctors want her to be. 60 points above where our healthy range is falling. Now, I'm not saying it was just the statins, but when you look at the numbers under her cholesterol panel, her total cholesterol at that time was 128. Now, I know some of you are listening and thinking, wow, 128, that's a really good cholesterol level. No, it's not. It's bad. And it's bad because of this. The cholesterol is involved in healing and repairing of nerve roots, 
running and driving immune system function, allowing good muscle integrity, allowing good function of the hormones, and, and so many other functions that we fail to recognize when we pound and pound and pound away at these cholesterol values and get them down to 128, we think, wow, this patient's going to live forever. They're going to be really healthy. Their coronary risk is down. Not true. We'll fast forward the clock to three months later. I got to speak to her this week. It was either Tuesday or Wednesday, I don't recall, but she was on her phone in, in Indiana, and I was on my phone in, in Dayton, Ohio at our office, and we had a chat about where her blood levels have come. And in fact, of the 54 tests we run, 22 of hers improved. Now, this is a lady on six different medications, on a liver transplant list, and in three months, we improved her overall health by greater than 50% with nothing more than dietary changes, exercise, and supplementation. Now, remember, when I told you at the beginning, she weighed 200 pounds. She's five foot nine. She weighs 200 pounds. In fact, when I talked to her this week, she's down 18 pounds. And now she weighs about 182. That's pretty good. Now, she's 5'9", so she needs to still continue to get weight loss going, but she's made great strides, great improvements in just a few months. And now, where did her liver enzymes go? Remember the first time, her SGOT and SGPT were at 42 and 47, respectively. Now, our healthy range target on both of those numbers is to get them right around 26 or a little bit less. The first one, we nailed it. It's at 24. Second one, we got pretty close. It's at 29. Missed by three. And the GGT, which is that pancreatic enzyme that I alluded to, was at 95 to start. And now it's dropped down all the way to 55. So a 40%, or sorry, 40 point reduction in GGT. Now, what about her cholesterol? She went up from 128 to 190. And that's actually perfect. It's what we expected. Because from the very first time she and I spoke, she reduced her Lipitor. It wasn't my call to make, but I said, if you don't address this, you're going to continue to progress the way they're predicting you're going to progress. And she said, okay, well, let's try it your way for just a few months. And she and I went back and forth a little bit because her, her doctors in Indiana really urged her to stay on it. In fact, one of them went so far as to say a 10 milligram dose of Lipitor daily could actually be beneficial to her liver. And I said, wow, that's a really interesting comment. I don't think he has any proof behind that statement, but I'd be happy to read it as long as it's not published by the drug company making a statin drug. And that was the last I heard from her on that topic. Now, of course, not the last I heard from her. I spoke to her this week. But I, I said I would be happy to read that because I don't scour the research every week for new statin arrangements. But if she can provide me with that literature, I'd be happy to read it. We've got to take a break. And on the other side, we're going to finish this case study. You've been listening to Dr. Andrew Dyer on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Whatever your nutrition, health, or performance goals are, Health Foods Unlimited is there for you. We have healthy solutions to meet your lifestyle needs with green foods, probiotics, enzymes, omega-3, and whole food-based supplements. Health Foods Unlimited carries natural sun care and insect repellent for summer protection. Stop in for summer savings going on now at Health Foods Unlimited, located a half mile east of the Dayton Mall in the Southtown Shopping Center on State Route 725. Open Monday through Friday, 10 till 9, Saturday, 10 till 6, and Sunday, noon till 5. Health Foods Unlimited, the natural way of caring for you. At Miami Valley Gaming, a Buckeye in your pocket is lucky. Why am I yelling? Because our new Buckeyes are so lucky, this place is really buzzing. And with over 1,800 gaming machines, sometimes you need to speak up. So put a Buckeye in your pocket and come see for yourself. We're just off I-75 at exit 29. Miami Valley Gaming. Get ready to get lucky. 
21. Gambling problem in Ohio? Call the Gambling Helpline at 1-800-589-9966. When it comes to comfort in your home, A. Able Heating and Air can deliver the cool air. Our carrier energy-efficient systems are designed with your comfort in mind. For over 50 years, A. Able has been keeping homes comfortable, safe, and enjoyable. Thousands of local customers trust A. Able and Carrier to bring coolness to their homes. You should, too. Call today for a free estimate to see how A. Able can bring the cool to you. Always a live voice, always a fair price. Call 434-4343. I'm calling A. Able because it's always something around here. In 1932, Grismer Tire was founded on the idea that through hard work and dedication, you could create a legacy of trust. Today, that legacy continues. Grismer works hard to be the most trusted tire and service experts in the area. We guarantee our everyday low cost. Get four free oil changes with the purchase of four new tires. It's a Grismer tradition. Grismer Tire, a legacy of trust since 1932. Visit GrismerTire.com today. Bullying has to stop. I'm Doug Mann. Join my firm at a very important event Saturday, August 25th at Welcome Stadium. The 2018 Make a Difference Rally is a free event. Join us for food, fun, and entertainment, plus hear speakers on anti-bullying, school violence prevention, self-esteem building, and what you can do to prevent teen suicide. Don't miss it. Saturday, August 25th from 9 to 3 p.m. You may learn how to save a life. Join the conversation at StopBullyingDayton.org. It's the summer clearance event at Key Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Fiat, and Ram trucks with the biggest savings yet on over 200 new vehicles in stock. I'm Chris Toby. The award-winning Chrysler Pacifica save up to $8,500. Fiat started just $18,900. Over 90 Jeeps in stock with savings up to $7,000. And the all-new 2019 Ram Crew Cab Bighorn 4x4 save $10,000. Shop online 24-7 at keychrysler.com or take the short drive. We'll see you at Key today. Throughout the morning hours, we could see some areas where dense fog is forming, quickly dissipating after sunrise. We do have a chance for showers as we go a little bit later into the afternoon hours. We are drying out a little bit by the evening and into the overnight hours as well. Today's high temperature, 82 degrees, but we're dipping all the way down to 63 degrees for the low tonight. Clouds should begin breaking shortly after the midnight hour. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. And we are back. Thank you very much, Devon. Uh, this is Dr. Dyer back with you. And before we dive back into our case study, I want to get a caller taken care of here. Uh, good morning. You're on the air from Piqua. Go ahead with your question. Uh, yes, Dr. Dyer. I was wondering, <clears throat> I know you uh, do acupuncture. I just wondered if acupuncture and what other therapies you recommend for the diabetic neuropathy. Yeah, great question. Um, actually, there's a couple. And with diabetic neuropathy, of course, uh, first thing to really address would be the diabetic process. Now, depending upon how long that's been happening, uh, some of these nerves are going to be in need of some major healing and help. But if we can take care of some of the diabetic process first, that will help the nerves begin to heal and repair. But yes, acupuncture is a very viable treatment option for diabetic neuropathy, but it has to be utilized in conjunction with diet and supplementation to address the real underlying cause of the problem. Because without diabetes, neuropathy's prevalence goes way down in a dramatic fashion. Now, there are a couple of other options. Um, One other option that comes to mind quickly is PEMF. PEMF is a pulse electromagnetic frequency machine that we also have in the clinic. And what it does is it puts magnetic energy into the mitochondria of the cells. Deep, deep down within the cells, the little mitochondria are the factories for making energy, and they also help us with healing and repair. So if we combined vitamin therapy, acupuncture, and PEMF over time, now this is a slow process because of the way that nerves heal and repair. Typically, it's understood in physiology, they repair by a process called Wallerian regeneration, and that measurement is actually 0.1 millimeters per day. So depending upon how far back that nerve has to go to fully heal, this could be quite a timely endeavor, but it's not one uh, that that's just completely out of the question to make better. So there, there are quite a few options on that. Now, one of the things that I, uh, I'm aware of is uh, alpha-lipoic acid. Mm-hmm. I know vitamin C, turmeric, 
B vitamins, B12, those are the, some of the good supplements. As far as the A1C in the last decade, it's averaged about uh, 6.3, 6.4. Okay, great. So really the high numbers haven't been there for a very long time, and the onset was rather rapid. Okay. But uh, PEMF, I know it probably takes several, and, and if you're out of the area, it's kind of hard to... to uh, to get there on a regular basis, I don't know how how many sessions would be necessary or how much time the timeline would be. Yeah, for PEMF, I mean, usually when we're treating something like this, we're probably going to want 10 to 15 sessions, but that can be spread out at one a week, one every other week. I mean, the shorter you can stack them closer to each other, the faster you get the results. But if you're traveling down from quite a distance, then once a week or even every other week might be sufficient on that, but it'll take a while. But yeah, some of the nutrients you mentioned, absolutely. Coenzyme Q10, vitamin E, uh, fish oil, oils, alpha lipoic acid, sure. I don't use a ton of ALA on its own. Uh, it is in some of the combinations of some of the things that I use, uh, but curcumin complex is a great anti-inflammatory. So there, there's a variety of things that certainly need to be addressed, but as you mentioned, that A1C staying really close to the borderline of diabetes, there might be something else going on there causing this neuropathy beyond just diabetic tendency. Do you take any statin drugs? No. Okay, no. good. Perfect. Now, the PEMF in, in that vein, what about the uh, uh, medical magnets? In other words, the South Pole magnets. Yeah, another option for home care. I'm not I'm not too well versed on how the South Pole magnets would be placed uh, for a variety of conditions. But yes, I know they make socks with them and knee braces with them and different things. You can attach them to the body and, and wear them around that way. It's not something I'm an expert in, so I, I wouldn't know how to set that up for you. Um, right. But as far as some of the other in-office things, absolutely. Give us a call now, if we can other, help. The other thing you do, you, you do probably a regular blood panel and... and the uh, hair testing and so on. What currently uh, in the range ballpark figure? What does that initial fee run with regard to those tests? Yeah, to do a to do a standard workup, and you say you say a regular blood panel. I say uh, the most That's extensive what I meant, your full blood panel. Yeah, the most extensive blood test you've ever had. Uh, it'd be a fifty-four point blood test combined with hair analysis. Uh, initial time that we're going to speak, and then coming back to go over the report. It's right around six hundred dollars for all that workup. Oh, that's sure reasonable enough, isn't yep. it? Yep, you bet. I think you've answered my questions, and uh, maybe I'll call and set up and stop in to see. I saw you some time ago. You just recently started in practice uh, okay. with Dr. Miracle. Yes. And actually, this is Dr. Mitchell, and, and I'm practicing in Sydney. Ohio. Hey, Doc, glad you called today. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, give us a call if we can help. Yeah, and also, this call wasn't just in regard to uh, some personal issues I have had with the neurop, but I've got several patients, so sure. Um, maybe some of these, a uh, couple things I wasn't aware of, will help all of us. Hey, really glad you called today, Doc, and re- really appreciate yep. you listening. And I thank you so much. Hey, thank you bet. You have much. a great day. Bye, Doc. Bye, bye. All right, awesome. Yeah, I, lo- I love speaking with other docs on the phone. All right, we got to take a break. You'll be listening to Dr. Andrew Dyer. We're going to come back on the other side, take more callers, and finish our case study on AM twelve ninety News ninety five seven W H I O. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 1130. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this morning. A Dayton man is found guilty after representing himself on murder charges. Also, we've got interesting patterns happening with the weather plus a fire where crews had to go from the offense to the defense. Well, the rain chances are sticking around today. Find out how much we're looking to get. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now, WHIO triple team traffic. Right now we're seeing an accident on South Smithville at Burkhardt Avenue. Also checking out those freeways for you. Nothing out there as far as accidents go. 
And it's our top story. A man in Dayton is found guilty after defending himself in court for a murder trial. 37-year-old Chucky Lee apologized directly to the family of 20-year-old Taylor Bradenberg, who was killed last March. The future legal matters involving Lee would be impacted by this case. My testimony is true. And I'm sure the judge uh, went on record and explained to him, uh, quite frankly, the ramifications or possible ramifications of defending yourself. Tom Hagel is a law professor at the University of Dayton. He says waiving the rights to an attorney in a murder case is rare. That's WHIO's James Bukley. He says by waiving his right to an attorney, Lee won't be able to use lack of knowledge in the procedures of law as an excuse in any future appeals. Well, fire crews had to be pulled out of a house on Norman Avenue last night after 20 to 30 foot flames engulfed multiple structures. The fire was large enough that it was impinging on the houses on both sides of it, to the right and the left. And the crews did a great job of minimizing the damage and keeping those houses from uh, being damaged any further than they were. District Chief Adam Davis with the Dayton Fire Department says investigators are looking into what started that blaze. Nobody was hurt. A former Beaver Creek Church music director convicted of a sex convicted of child sex crimes last year is indicted now on a new charge of unlawful sexual conduct with a minor. 49-year-old John Slate was arrested on a parole violation in June. He was convicted in September 2017 on charges of unlawful sexual conduct with a minor and pandering obscenity involving a minor, according to court. Records. That's WHIO's Jason Michaels working to learn what prompted the new charge. Now, here's the exclusive WHIO weather forecast with meteorologist Jesse Mag. For today, we're looking at mostly cloudy to partly cloudy skies with a chance for an afternoon shower out there. By the time we get into the evening hours, things are beginning to dry out. Today's high temperature around 82 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now the latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar looking all clear in the Miami Valley. Partly cloudy skies from, from our studio here in downtown Dayton. 72 degrees in Troy, 75 in Springfield, 74 in Dayton at 1133. I'm Jonah Adi on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Depend on it. Good morning, Garden Talk fans. Can you answer this very timely turf question? Hi, this is Randy from Green Velvet Sod Farms. Here's the question. If your green velvet grass seed could talk, what would it be telling you right now? If your answer is, now's the time to plant me, you're right. The very best time to plant grass seed is right now. The days are getting shorter, the moisture in the soil lasts longer, and the competition from weeds are less than any other time of the year. With four locations throughout Dayton and Columbus, solutions to all of your turf and ornamental needs are right around the corner. If you're impatient, don't settle for grass seed. Insist on green velvet Kentucky bluegrass or turf-type tall fescue sod. Just lay it down today and enjoy it tomorrow. It's that easy. Breathe new life into your landscape. Follow us on social media or visit us online to keep up with timely tips for all of your landscaping questions. It's easy to be green with Green Velvet, your trusted lawn and landscape resource for the last 59 years and growing. Whatever your nutrition, health, or performance goals are, Health Foods Unlimited is there for you. We have healthy solutions to meet your lifestyle needs with green foods, probiotics, enzymes, omega-3, and whole food-based supplements. Health Foods Unlimited carries natural sun care and insect repellent for summer protection. Stop in for summer savings going on now at Health Foods Unlimited. Located a half mile east of the Dayton Mall in the Southtown Shopping Center on State Route 725. Open Monday through Friday, 10 till 9, Saturday, 10 till 6, and Sunday, noon till 5. Health Foods Unlimited, the natural This is Clark Howard. If breaking news happens, we break in anytime. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And we are back at it. Thank you very much. This is Dr. Andrew Dyer. I just wanted to kind of conclude with the, the caller that we had left right before the break and, and kind of just say thanks again. Um, 
uh, Doc from up north of Dayton, he's been a longtime listener to our program. And when I when I come on and kind of sign in for the day, I always think about him listening. He's He's been one that has sent me a lot of uh, handwritten notes over the years uh, just to kind of keep me encouraged and, and share with me different uh, articles that he finds interesting, some of which I share with you listeners. And uh, he, he's also just great to, to dialogue with because he has a different level of understanding um, than, than the typical layperson because of his education, but he also knows that as a doctor, no matter what kind of doctor you are, it's difficult to treat yourself, and, and you sometimes need to reach out to another expert, and, and I'm always happy to be that expert for any of the other doctors in town. Of course, our, our practice is filled with many non-physician patients, but we have a number of physician patients as well, so it, it's always a highlight of the day or the month to see another doctor coming into the office, and it's fun. It's certainly humbling and, and an honor, but it's part of what I look forward to doing because you have to be able to speak on a little bit different level to get some of these higher level uh, thinkers to understand what you're talking about. And then as a, on the flip side of that, uh, to be able to get a, a person without knowledge of how the body works to understand what they can do to be better is another skill in and of itself. And still 14 years in, I'm uh, still learning things each week on how to deliver the message to different people. But jumping back into the case that, that I first began the show with, one of the best markers for this young lady of 62 over in Indiana that I was working with to help save her liver was looking at her C-reactive protein. This is one of the most specific markers for heart attack and stroke risk prediction. And when she came in the first time back in May, her level was 0.30. In fact, that's what my level is too. It's the lowest you can get. It's the lowest healthy number that exists. And in fact, if you went to 0.00, that would be bad because that would mean you're no longer with us, no longer taking in oxygen. So we cannot get to 0.00, but we can get to 0.30 as the lowest acceptable value, which is where she started on 5-11-2018. Now fast forward the timeline down three months, which is when I spoke to her this week, and even having her change some of the medications she had been taking, her C-reactive protein did not go up. It stayed exactly the same, 0.30. So it gives us a nice bit of evidence to say, even though those cholesterol molecules are accumulating within the blood once again because we took that stop valve off the liver called Lipitor, she is still maintaining her optimal coronary risk assessment value of 0.30 on C-reactive protein. Now, one thing that we still need to work on for this, for this lady patient is to improve her kidney function. Because of the variety of medications she had been utilizing, uh, the Lipitor, the Wellbutrin, some of the other meds for diabetes, the kidneys have been taking a little hit. And when we started on 511, her GFR value was 55. Now, for those of you who understand GFR, it's a calculated value. It's not specifically floating around in the blood anywhere, but it's measured through a mathematical formula utilizing some of the other blood numbers combined with age, race, sex category, and then you enter in all these values and out pops this number. Now, three months into the program, her GFR, I was hoping to get it to 59 or higher to get it back to normal. In fact, it went down another four points. Now, that doesn't mean anything real critical at this stage, but the reason it changed by that much was because the creatinine values for her elevated. Now, creatinine is a byproduct of kidney metabolism. It shows kidney inflammation. One of the things I'm going to blame it on right now is the variety of medications she takes. Now, she was taking those medications back in early May as well, but time and progression and additional usage can change values. Now, perhaps if we measure this creatinine again this week, along with the GFR and calculate all those things, maybe it's back to where it was in May. Maybe it's a little better. Maybe it's a little worse. But we're going to find out again in about six months where she's headed with that. So once I got the values back in this week and analyzed her blood testing, I reformulated her, her supplement program, uh, put in a few more dietary tweaks for her, actually allowed her to take in a few more different fruits because she started out, remember, as a diabetic patient with a 112 glucose reading and a hemoglobin A1C of 5.9 back in early May. And now when we tested her this time, her glucose was at 81, which is totally normal, optimal, and perfect. And her hemoglobin A1C went down to 5.3. Again, optimal, healthy, perfect. So we changed her diabetic status, re reduced the burden on the liver, but we still need a little more time to get those kidneys to come around. 
Now, do I have any doubts the kidneys will come around? I have a few doubts, but I think we can do it as long as she continues to be able to reduce some of the medications she's been relying on for almost two decades. And why do I say reduce the medications she's been relying on that length of time? Two key organs that filter everything we put in our body, whether it's a vitamin, whether it's a medication, whether it's a toxic exposure to metals or molds, you name it, the liver has to purify the blood first, and whatever the liver can't get out of the blood that still needs to come out, the kidneys have to do it in the end. So not only do we make her liver better, we reduced her diabetic status. Now we've got to have a little more time to get those kidneys to come around. Actually, we improved her thyroid function, took T3 uptake from 24% up to 25%. Still a little ways to go. She has about 4% more to get there. Improved her platelet count by nine points, took it from 97 to 106. Again, still a little ways to go. Reduced her signs of chronic infection. And vitamin D actually went from 50 to 44. So a slight downturn in vitamin D. I actually didn't have her on vitamin D the first time. Uh, not because I, di I shouldn't have, but because I wanted to see how things went with the liver and the kidneys. Not that vitamin D was going to slow anything down on that front. But she also had an optimal value the first time. And she was being asked to take quite a few supplements. So I, I left vitamin D off the first time through, see how much other progress we could get. Now at this point, we've added vitamin D in because we were able to reduce a number of other nutrients she had uh, been asked to use the first couple months. But I think if you had the opportunity to talk to this lady, she would be just as excited to tell you about her success as she was to tell me. And she told me that earlier this week that she was down 18 pounds, energy was improving. Now she had a, a little bit of a tough... Uh, thing that we had to talk about. Uh, she's 62. I don't remember exactly how old her husband is, but she said her husband's job is in danger of being uh, dried up or evaporated. So she said, you know, she wasn't sure from a financial background standpoint how much of this she could keep continuing on with. But I said, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. We can make some um, educated cutbacks where we need to if, if that's what it comes to because if she can't keep her liver on a good healthy track now, she's going to face a far greater financial burden in the future when that $300,000 liver surgery hits. So we got to do everything we can in our power to keep her just as healthy as she is today. Um, but wanted to dive into a few of the quotes and comments from the book that I'm reading, The End of Alzheimer's. It's a fantastic book. And for any of the other physicians listening out there, I would recommend you read it. Uh, you can find it on Amazon for about 15 bucks, but it's written by Dale Bredesen. The last name is spelled B-R-E-D-E-S-E-N. He's a medical doctor from UCLA. Um, but page 141 has a great little segue about cholesterol and other lipids in relationship to a healthy brain. We all worry about having high cholesterol, says Dr. Bredesen. Testing for cholesterol became very popular in the 50s and 60s, along with other crazes like the twist, the hula hoop, fins on automobiles, and bell bottoms. Somehow, though, when those other fads went the way of puka shell necklaces, the cholesterol craze kept the vitality of Dick Clark. For any of the youngsters listening out there, Dick Clark was the American bandstand host who kept his youthful looks well into his old age and was thus called America's oldest teenager. We still want to know our cholesterol level, but here's the real twist. The hula hoop has a lot more to offer. It is, after all, an excellent way to exercise. It has a lot more to offer than measuring your cholesterol. This is because many people with quote-unquote high cholesterol have no problem with vascular disease. And many with quote-unquote normal cholesterol have significant vascular disease. Vascular disease itself is a contributor to cognitive decline because it raises the risk of Alzheimer's disease and can cause vascular dementia, which is typically associated with many small strokes. Perhaps surprisingly, low, low rather than high cholesterol is associated with cognitive decline. If you remember nothing else from today's show, remember the line that I just gave you. According to Dr. Dale Bredesen and many others in the field, perhaps surprisingly, low rather than high cholesterol is associated with cognitive decline. When the total cholesterol levels fall below 150, you are more likely to suffer brain atrophy, which means shrinking. Cholesterol is a key part of cell membranes, including those of brain cells. What you don't want is damaged cholesterol and its related lipid particles. These are the bad guys. So measuring total cholesterol to assess cardiovascular risk is like counting people in each home to estimate how many crim criminals there are. 
Of course, some homes will have many people but no criminals, and other homes will have only a few inhabitants of whom most are criminals. We want to measure the criminals directly, not guess from the total number of people. So Dr. Bredesen then gets into a more specific cholesterol assessment, oxidized LDL, small dense LDL, LDL particle number. These are all available through LabCorp. I'm not entirely convinced that the average standard patient needs this level of assessment, but if it's something the average patient wants to do, we can certainly help them get that done. But then he goes on to speak a little bit about some of the beneficial uh, nutrients for the brain, including vitamin E, vitamin B1, which is thiamine. And when we go back to listening to Dr. Mitchell, when he called in earlier today, he was talking about using B vitamin support to help the nerves heal and repair. And one of the most critical for that are the low-numbered B vitamins, B1, B2, B3, B5, B6. I say low-numbered because they go up to about 25. Thiamine, which is B1, is critical for memory formation as well. Thiamine, thiamine or thiamine deficiency is associated with alcohol abuse and malnutrition-associated memory loss called Wernicke-Korsakoff syndrome. Thiamine levels can also drop if you eat foods that contain thiamine-degrading enzymes like tea, coffee, alcohol, and even raw fish, although this is an uncommon cause of serious vitamin B1 deficiency. Whether thiamine plays a role in the cognitive decline associated with Alzheimer's disease or aging is less clear. Nevertheless, it's important to know your levels of thiamine are sufficient to support healthy cognition. And this is best done by measuring a specific blood test called thiamine pyrophosphate, or TPP. And then they give you the serum levels. And, and the, the book is fascinating because he goes on to detail how even the new catchphrase in, in holistic care, and, and it's not that new, but it's called leaky gut or gastrointestinal permeability. Everybody wants to know about if they have a leaky gut these days. Well, here's a good line to operate on. If you have any food-related sensitivities, food allergies, you have dark black circles under your eyes, not just from lack of sleep, but from actual allergy presentation, you are more than likely a candidate for leaky gut. Now, there are a variety of ways to test for leaky gut. None of them are all that simple, but there are a variety of ways to do it. Uh, Leaky gut can be assessed um, through a a panel that we use called an ALCAT food sensitivity test. Uh, You can specifically look at things like gluten sensitivities, Uh, whether someone's allergic to artichokes, pineapples, almonds, uh, you can pick the test based on how many different foods you want to know that answer for. And that ALCAT test can tell us so much in the way of, is the patient going to come back positive for candida, which is a yeast overgrowth? Now, everybody has candida in their system, but it's when the candida gets out of balance compared to the other good bacteria and other good yeast in the gut that it can create problems, notably with the skin, uh, bowel function, brain fog, a number of other things that also tie back to leaky gut. But when we look at these other presentations that the body's giving us, sometimes we fail to connect it back to how our brain is going to function. And if you think of the brain, it's not only the largest collection of nerve roots in the body, but it's also the number one source for nutrient intake. we got to take a break here. You listen to Dr. Andrew Dyer. We're going to be back after this break on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey everyone, it's Nancy here with my great friend Christian Hahn of Joseph Airport Toyota Hyundai in Vandalia. So Christian, I know we're still in the middle of 2018, but you're thinking next year already, aren't you? Absolutely. The 2018s need to go. Therefore, at Joseph Airport Hyundai and Toyota, we're doing our clearance now. In August, I have about 450 new Toyotas and Hyundais that we have to clear out with great deals so that we can make room for the 2019s. It's going to be a great month. People who want a great deal need to go to josephairporttoyota.com or airhyundai.com or visit us in our showroom. Either way, you're going to get a great deal. So I was looking online myself, and you have a huge variety. It is awesome because we have loads of Sonatas, Santa Fe's, Elantras, Camrys, lots of Camrys, lots of RAV4s and Highlanders, all the popular models and trims. They're priced to go at josephairporttoyota.com and airhyundai.com. Come in today. 
Whatever your nutrition, health, or performance goals are, Health Foods Unlimited is there for you. We have healthy solutions to meet your lifestyle needs with green foods, probiotics, enzymes, omega-3, and whole food-based supplements. Health Foods Unlimited carries natural sun care and insect repellent for summer protection. Stop in for summer savings going on now at Health Foods Unlimited, located a half mile east of the Dayton Mall in the Southtown Shopping Center on State Route 725. Open Monday through Friday, 10 till 9, Saturday, 10 till 6, and Sunday, noon till 5. one hardworking appliance in your home that we all take for granted, the water heater. When it fails, it's quite a shock. Avoid that cold shower. Call A. Able for an energy-saving water heater in your home. We replace more water heaters than anyone in Dayton. We have great deals on energy-saving instant heaters and tankless systems. Always fair prices, always a live voice. Call 434-4343. A. Able, because it's always something. I'm calling A. Able because it's always something around here. MZA is a proven industry leader in physics-based modeling, analysis, and development of laser and imaging systems. MZA has unique problem-solving expertise in aero-optics, atmospheric turbulence, beam control, laser communications, and more. MZA's WaveTrain software has been used on every major Air Force high-energy laser program of the past 20 years. Their line of trackers, wavefront sensors, deformable mirrors, and high-speed control systems are enabling the next generation of airborne lasers and surveillance. MZA stands at the intersection of research and technology. Wild Birds Unlimited The summer super sale is in full swing at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering. Exciting new products are arriving every day and we need to make some room for them. So for a limited time you'll get 15% off all bird food, 20% off everything else with select items at 50% off or more. Hurry, don't miss the best deals on the best bird feeding products in town at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering at the corner of Far Hills and Stroop. Five Rivers Metro Park's 2nd Street Market is now open on Sundays from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. through the end of December. This summer, enjoy fresh local produce from the Outdoor Farmer's Market and then stop inside for lunch. Plan your next visit at metroparks.org slash localfood. This is Rick Moody, your commercial real estate connection for the Dayton region. For leasing, buying, selling of office, retail, industrial, or warehouse space, contact me at Coldwell Banker Commercial Heritage. This is Rick Moody. I am your place for space. Throughout the morning hours, we could see some areas where dense fog is forming, quickly dissipating after sunrise. We do have a chance for showers as we go a little bit later into the afternoon hours. We are drying out a little bit by the evening and into the overnight hours as well. Today's high temperature, 82 degrees, but we're dipping all the way down to 63 degrees for the low tonight. Clouds should begin breaking shortly after the midnight hour. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And we are back. Thank you very much. Uh, what I was talking about earlier was that there was a recall on some medications, and I had to share it with you because we got an email from, I say we, Dr. Marchak and I received an email yesterday, and Dr. Merkel did too, from our CBCN group, the Clinical Board of Chiropractic Nutritionists, and our executive director said, you know, you need to share this article with as many people who will listen, so I thought this form would be pretty good, and it's uh, actually thyroid medications were recalled due to risk of impurities. Story was put out on CNN uh, a couple days ago this week. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, August 15th. Westminster Pharmaceuticals has recalled some of its medications. Customers using the pills should check with their doctor or pharmacist. Certain batches of hypothyroid medications are being recalled by Westminster Pharmaceuticals after one of its Chinese suppliers failed a U.S. Food and, and Drug Administration inspection. The medication in question contains a combination of levothyroxine, called LT4, and liothyronine, called LT3. Both are synthetic thyroid hormones used when a person's thyroid gland is no longer functioning properly. And here's a quote from their uh, owner and CEO. He says, while we stand behind the quality of our product, we are taking the utmost precaution by recalling our thyroid USP tablets only to the wholesale level due to a recent inspection by the FDA at one of our active ingredient manufacturers. 
The FDA inspected the Sichuan-friendly pharmaceutical company's manufacturing plant in October. And in a letter dated June 22nd, the agency informed the Chinese company that the plant was not meeting its good manufacturing process standards. If the company fails to correct these issues, the letter warned, it could result in FDA continuing to refuse admission of articles manufactured. No adverse effects from these meds have been reported as of August 9th, uh, the pharmaceutical company said. Instead, the lots were being recalled out of an out of an abundance of caution. Because thyroid meds can treat serious disease, the FDA recommends that consumers continue to take the pills until they contact their physician or pharmacist for further guidance. The recall affects 37 unexpired lots of levothyroxine and liothyronine in amounts 15, 30, 60, 90, and 120 milligrams. The company is reaching out to all wholesale customers to ask them to stop filling prescriptions with the affected pills, which are sold in 100-count bottles. More details can be found on the FDA website. But as we were receiving this email yesterday morning, I turned to Dr. Marchek in our office, and I said, did you look at that email from Dr. Rice yet? And she said, no, I haven't had a chance to. And uh, after I told her or asked her to look at it, I said, you know, I'm concerned using this tomorrow on the radio. Shortly thereafter, we got an email from Dr. Merkel. He said, oh, one of you guys should talk about this on the radio this week. So just wanted to share that information with you. That's why we're here. We're here each week to help you get the information that you deserve to know from the health and wellness community, from things going on in the medical community, things going on in the alternative medical community. Um, as a chiropractic acupuncturist with clinical nutrition training now, um, being in practice for 14 years, I feel like there's a lot that I know, but I'm reading books every week, reading articles every day that will help to continue to expand what I can offer to my patients. And that's really the long and the short of it. When we come out of school, after graduating with our DC degrees, we think, well, now we can just go set the world on fire. We know everything we need to know to take care of everybody that's going to walk into our office. And in fact, looking backwards in time over the last 13 and a half or more like 14 total years, what I know now would have come in so handy right when I was walking out of the graduation doors from from chiropractic college. Uh, But that's not how the world works. You come out, You've dealt with patients in a very controlled and confined setting with uh, supervisory doctors looking over your shoulder every step of the way, and you graduate, and you either find a job in a practice or you set up one of your own, and you begin to go to work. And inevitably, one of the first few patients that walks in is going to test your level of expertise, your knowledge, and at that point, you don't have any real experience to draw from. So that's the beauty of being in a group practice like we are. Uh, Dr. Merkel's been around practicing for about 34 years or more now. Me with 14, I mean, right there, that's almost a combined 60 years of practice between the two of us. And you've got Dr. Marchak and Dr. Yili, they combine for another 11 or 12 years of practice. So between the four of us, we have 70 years of practice experience. Um, so if that uh, can help you or help your neighbor, help a family member, We don't just see patients right here in Dayton, Ohio, but we can take care of patients around this country, in fact, around the world, because we can order lab testing basically wherever somebody lives in this country or beyond. So if you have a a sick relative or somebody that needs our care, uh, let us know. Call our office, and we have a great staff that can help you through getting things set up to, to get things moving to help your family or relatives. I really appreciate you joining with me this morning to listen on this great station that we're privileged to be a part of. I want to thank Health Foods Unlimited for their sponsorship, and we'll be back next week. You've been listening to Dr. Andrew Dyer on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.